Okay, so what do you want to talk about today? Ah, I don't know. YouTube channel. Football? Can we talk about the football game? There's football? Yes. I heard something about baseball. There is baseball going on too. There there is uh there is a baseball playoff. I didn't watch part of that game. Uh there there's also there's football and there's a, the other football. Okay. So, back to what you want to talk about. Uh oh, oh, and I notice I have a note that I wrote to myself when I added Hey, Ed signed up. Yay. Yeah, good. Good. Uh, and I I will donate but at I least. See, I can't promise I'll run. I see Sam signed up in here to to I, to, I, to move his ass. I promise I will donate. I don't promise I will run. We will oh, see. Oh, come on! <laughs> Alex, will you do it with me? Do I? There you go! There's a... For Yvonne's charity that his wife runs, they're doing a, a thing where people sign up to walk or run five kilometers and give money. It's for... It's to help people. It helps kids that need help. Okay, we, we with could, the school boards, we we could walk it. You can you could walk, walk it. it. Yes, you can. Well, I know I can. Will you do it with me? No. <laughs> Unless you can. Oh come on! <laughs> Unless I carry you. Yeah, do you know how much fun. you weigh now? Well, it'll be better exercise. You need more exercise. I can't carry you ten feet anymore. Yeah, I mean, he's like uh, like with Manu. I can't. Ca- I mean, you know, I can't. I, I can't carry him. <laughs> I mean, I, it, look in an emergency, I could get him a little bit of distance, but like ten, fifteen feet carrying him, I am like wiped. Uh, and listen, I I'm the same with Manu. I, I mean, I I can't carry. I, it's impossible to carry him. I mean, you can't carry him. I, I can't carry him anymore. No, I, I can't do it. I'm like, what the exactly. hell did I just do? So you're going to have to do that every single day until you can do yeah. an entire meter. <laughs> entire 14 meters. Actually, you know what? Yeah, what do you weigh now? 120 pounds or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So I have a mission for you. Every uh-huh. single day, you're going to carry me a little bit. Uh-huh. Okay? From the very bottom of the driveway, you'll try to carry me up the driveway as far as you can. Do you have like do you don't do you have like a like a dolly? <laughs> I think I do have a dolly somewhere. Oh, hey, there you go. Listen, how about just put him on the dolly and you just you know drive him around the neighborhood with a dolly for for five k. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you can yeah. use like bungee cord for security. Uh, th- there you go. Like tie them all up. I, I don't mean you tie them up like you can't move, but just you know, <laughs> just so he doesn't fall out. You know, duct tape. Oh yeah, oh. That, that'll. That, I'm sure that will. That will. I'm sure that the neighbors seeing you duct taping your child to a dolly and just driving around the neighborhood won't arouse any suspicions. I'm sure that'll be fine. Yeah. Now he's excited about the idea. Anyway, <laughs> what I was going to say is you keep on carrying me, and then we mark how far you carry me. Uh-huh. And then every day you start from the bottom again and try to carry 
for me further and further up. And then you can stop doing it every single day once you are able to carry me all the way completely up the driveway. The whole legend of Hercules is him doing that with a baby cow. Yeah, so you are, should do are you, it with Are you me. a baby cow? Yes. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So, we're going to have a but first. Uh, two main topics. What do you want? Uh, we got, uh, we got the Facebook stuff. You We've got pandemic that we always have. We, we have, um, the Texas abortion stuff. Mine. We have the debt limit you stuff. It's yeah, that'll take five seconds. That'll take five seconds. Um, I might do that in the but first second segment. What about my YouTube channel? No. You get, you get breaks all the time in there, in the random rotation. Your YouTube channel is canceled. Uh, I talked to Chris, and he's taking care of it. It's going to be completely <laughs> deleted off the internet the next couple of hours. Well, I guess we're going to have to download all those live streams mm. and have copies uh, and take screenshots of all the views we got and yeah. likes okay. and comments. <laughs> Maybe you can print them. <laughs> print them, yes. Yes. Print Perhaps the videos. Print them. Yes. That works well, I hear. <laughs> I mean, you do those little flip book things, you know? Oh, you already you old could, flip books? You could do that. And I, I, yeah. I, I, I swear. Those flip at some, books were cool. I swear at some point I saw a utility who knows if this still exists or even if I was hallucinating it, but that let you take take a video and generate a flip book that you could yeah! print. Yeah. Yeah. It's just to make a little flip book. <laughs> I mean, you know. Well, we don't it's all the new that. trend, you know? Yes. So you take every video that he has made and you make a whole bunch of flip books. There you go. I'm sure that won't that, I'm sure that won't consume a lot of paper. It's okay. I'm I'm used to that. Okay. All right, let's go. Let's go because I don't know. I I I gotta. But okay, here we go. Let's. Uh, okay, the recording has been working. Let me make sure I've got the thingy uh, and the bapadu. Uh, I got a record. Okay, you got a record. Okay, Alex, are you ready to be quiet, or are you going to go downstairs? I will be super quiet-ish. Welcome, Welcome to, to Cr- Corner, and today it's currently 8, almost, um, and my YouTube channel is awesome. You should subscribe to it, but only if you like my content, but be quick, because apparently it's going to be deleted in a few hours. <laughs> okay, shush. Here we go. Welcome. This is Dad's podcast, Dude. not mine. Okay, yell that one more time. This is Dad's Okay, don't podcast, actually yell it. Just, 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 yeah, no, not like that. Just say it. Just say it again. 
This is Dad's podcast. Okay, forget it. Not mine. <laughs> just, just forget it. Okay, go. Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Friday, October 8th. 2021. It is just before three UTC as we're starting to record. October 7th. My time. Good time. Dude. It is just be- It is just before th- <laughs> God damn it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Shush. You shush. It is just before three UTC as we're starting to record. I am Sam Mentor. Yvonne Bo is here. Hello, Yvonne. Yo! And hey, here's the plan. We're going to do a butt first where Yvonne and I both take turns talking about something sort of lighter and fluffier and blah, 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 all of that kind of stuff. And then we're going to have our two main topics. This time, uh, no pandemic topic. <gasps> dun, dun, dun! Uh, we're going to have one. We're going to have one that is basically like the whole European fuel mess. The UK, Brexit, uh, the rest of Europe, Russia, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on there, and Yvonne's going to fill us in on it, and we're going to talk about that a bit. And then for our last segment, we're going to talk a bit about all of the Facebook stuff that's been in the news the last week or so, and um, that's the plan. So first up, uh, Yvonne, are you going first this time, or am I? Uh, Well, last week you went first. You want me to go first this time, then? Go ahead. Ten minutes for well, but first. Go. Well, let's start first with, with just a, a little bit of news, okay? Uh, so, you know, I, I did mention to you guys that I, I, I had lost my job a little bit ago, but I, I got called tonight telling me that I will be getting a job offer uh, 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 tonight or tomorrow already. So, so that's, uh, thankfully, that's been moving along. Thank, uh, thanks. Uh, Congratulations, uh, yeah, thank Yvonne. You. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. I, I that, that moved along pretty quickly, thank God. So, uh, no, so that, nothing's so quite official yet, but they told you it's on in the mail. I told I was told that uh, I know that it's been approved already by all the people that have to approve such things and that basically it should be coming in my inbox either tonight or tomorrow morning probably. Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, uh, so that that so that's the thing. Uh, so, uh, so that's so that's the good news. Uh, what else has been going on? Well, uh, I uh, I gotta tell you something. I'm gonna throw a beef with TurboTax. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, I have a tax thing too. Go ahead. Listen, I have been using TurboTax online web since. The first version almost 20 years ago that they came out with a web product. And I got to say that this year's has been the, 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 the worst, worst, but worst ever implementation (laughs) of, of, of TurboTax online. The, the main problems that I saw, look, I'll, I'll straight up. It, it couldn't handle and made it very complex to handle your mortgage deductions. Okay. Mm, okay. It, uh, for whatever the hell damn reason, uh, it, it, you got to the, I mean, I just find, found it preposterous that they would do this. Okay. Uh, they said, Hey, Oh, 
You had a mortgage refi? Oh, well, you know what? Listen, get your calculator out and add up manually those numbers and then put them in to TurboTax in like one line. I'm like, what? Wait a second. I'm sorry. Couldn't you fucking assholes go and figure out, oh, wait, I got house. I have two homes. I got house one. I have, these are the mortgages. These are, you know, oh, add them up. Why the hell am I pulling out a calculator and doing this by hand? It's the reason I'm using a fucking expert application. Right. I mean, it was absurd. I've never seen anything so stupid. And there were a couple of other areas where there was shit like this all over the place that it looked like they completely just 100% just half-assed this. Hmm. Oh, by the way, if you, by the way, if, if you uh were eligible in some way for some of the economic payments due to uh COVID, it forced, it's forcing me to send it by paper. By paper. Yes, it uh, it told me, oh, your return is not eligible to be electronically filed. You got to mail it. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just, you know, I mean, the, the fact that not only did it make me do a series of manual calculations for a bunch of things, but the fact that I finally, in the end, even ha having to file it by, by, by mail is absurd. Well, I'll I'll tell you, I have also used TurboTax online for, I don't know, many years now. Uh, probably not quite as long as you, but many years now. And, you know, I, I didn't notice anything this year particularly worse or better for us than other years. It was seemed like roughly the same experience, but mine, mine are probably simpler than yours. However, however. Yes. There is an issue that apparently, once again, TurboTax is not getting right, okay? Which and is? I have told the story before of how many years ago, we almost got stuck with a huge IRS bill because they mailed us a letter, and we didn't notice the letter until, like, the day it was due, you know, we had to respond. Yes, that, that, was, that, was, that, was, yes, that was absolutely genius. That issue was quite a few years ago, but it was related to the proper way to account for stock grants, specifically RSUs, okay? Oh, that one, oh, oh my God, they, they do those. That, that, that's one. I, I'll tell you what, that is one that doesn't get just programs fucked up. Look, I, I've seen tax people, the supposed experts, do those fucked up, but go ahead. So, so, but here, so here's the thing, like... That happened that one year. I think it happened again the year after that. Um, and both times we had to like send something into the IRS to tell them, no, 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 this is, it was, you know, basically the bottom line is we get a letter from the IRS that says we owe a lot more money because basically they want to double count the RSU. 
because it showed. Well, but, but part, well, I will wait, tell let, you let, that. Let, let, let me let me explain because it it showed up in the W two, but it also showed up somewhere all, else. And there is a way that you can properly got, account they, for they that. They got a um, but, right. They 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 got a ten. They got a ten something whatever uh of a stock yes, sale. Yes. Right. They, so so yes. anyway, they get confused. Um, be, because they don't realize that these two documents refer to the same thing. So they, 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 but, but in part, when you sell any stock like that it, at HB, the one thing that happened was that usually they withheld the taxes right? Uh, on, on, on your regular payroll. Yes. Okay. So, so, so that's been, and, but, but people have been getting that, you know, it, it's ridiculous that to this day. When we've when we're talking about how many I, I can't I, I lose track how many years later that they still get that messed up because it's because this is a problem that's been so going on for so long and, and so look here's the thing this happened like two years way back when and then we figured we got it right like we figured out exactly the right way to put it in to account for it in such a way that they would realize it the first time and so we didn't hear anything about this for a long time. Uh, last month we got another one of these IRS notices, uh, and it was <laughs> for the exact same thing. This was for our 2019 taxes, not our 2020 taxes, right, right, right. but it was for 2019 telling us that we owed, you know, an additional five figure amount of money to the IRS. And that if we had to appeal it, we had to send you know stuff in by a certain time. Uh, we, we, we gathered together the stuff and we sent it in. Of course, we still sent it in like with hours to spare because that's just how we do things. Obviously, but well, that's, you know, it's. But, but we, at least we saw the notice earlier and we just kept talking to each other. Like me, well, me and my go. wife are like, have we, should we take care of that tax thing yet? No, we got, we got another week still. Okay. Uh, should we take care of that tax thing? Oh, no, we got two days, you know, et cetera. Uh, so I ended up faxing the damn thing in like a couple hours before it was due. Um, but yeah. And it's like, okay, now I'm, I'm at this point sure that we will once again, get one of these letters a year from now for our 2020 taxes. And I'm like, why can't we get this right? Like why can't, and I use Turbo, TurboTax for this. I, I presume there is a way to properly file all the papers. So they figured this out the first time. And if I'm using something like TurboTax, why don't they make it? Why don't they do it the right way? You're asking me all the questions. You have all the damn info. Do it right. You know, I don't know. Okay. I am looking at this over here. I went to see when the hell the first year that I used TurboTax was. Okay. Let me see. Can you guess? Uh, TurboTax of any form or the online version? Uh, uh, online. Online. I did not use a desktop. What year? For what year's taxes did I first use TurboTax online? 2002. 1998. Oh, I was going to go for late 90s, but I thought they didn't have a web version yet that early. Well, I didn't think so either, but I know that I never bought the application 100%. It, 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 and I, I found that I have the PDF of my 1998 tax return. Nice. That is definitely done by TurboTax online. Excellent. 1998. Jesus Christ. So anyway, Yvonne, why why can't they get this right? They're idiots. There's no fucking other reason other than they're morons. Now, of course, the bigger question is for 99% of tax returns, why can't the IRS just do it for you? 
and you sign off and say, yep, that looks good. I would say that, you know, for most people that have, you know, like I, I have itemized deductions, okay? Uh, my itemized definitely exceed like what the standard deduction is. This is why I said for 99% of people, but yeah. Right. Uh, it, it, you know, I would say that for people that have the standard deduction, uh, that they just have W-2s, if they have no investment or passive uh, income, you know, they don't have an LLC or anything of the sort, um, you know, they, they, that, that should be perfectly easy to do. Um, you know, even if you have stock sales, because the stock sales, the information is sent in, all of it, it, it should be able to just compile all those and show you, hey, we gathered everything from all the sources. This is here's the deal. Are you okay with it? If, unless you have a problem, we're going to automatically send this. Exactly. And the reason why, of course, what to keep these people in business that are doing this like shit. Exactly. Intuit, who makes TurboTax and some of their competitors, spend huge amounts of money lobbying Congress to make damn sure that the IRS doesn't offer anything like that and for that matter, to help make sure taxes stay complicated and all and in simplifying assumptions don't come into play very often. Well, you know, the one thing is about uh, taxes being complicated. It, it's just I mean, if you remember, like in, in, in into it just in, in into it just like there was some sort of settlement recently about how they were required to have the free version of their software, but they did everything possible to bury it and make it impossible to find and to upsell you at every step along the way with things you didn't need. Yes, correct. Well, I'll tell you what, this year they made it that way. I, I mean, I, I was surprised that I found it far more difficult. Now, now, I knew I couldn't use the free one, okay? I, I'm going in, and I know I can't use the free one, okay? Uh, it, but but uh, but I thought, but usually, it, 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 I mean, it didn't even like... I didn't even see it. It was like really strange. I mean, I was like, what the hell? You know? Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, they, 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 they sometimes they were bamboozling people that could probably have just, you know, gotten away with a free filing. Um, they were making them pay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, my tax return, let me see over here is about 25 pages. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it it's, you know, well, it, it's gotten shorter, and I. But that's been in part because they actually simplified the tax returns. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I'm pretty sure that if I go back, let's see, I'll go back to a 2015 uh, tax return. There are some tax returns that I know that I filed that must have been like 80, 90 pages. Okay, I mean it was just ridiculous uh, how many damn pages the damn the damn tax return. And, and by the way, you're dealing with. You're dealing with it now because you filed some extensions or something, right? I filed an extension because I I I I do I I just like I was like I'm not usually it happens like at the time of the year I have some information especially some account some accounting and calculations that I have to do uh, I I I just I know that I don't have ready and I'm like look I'm not gonna you know. I don't have time to do this shit right now. I'll just do it later. I'll just do it later. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I'll, I'll go and I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll submit the, the extension and I'll deal with it, you know, later. Um, I, I mean, and for, and usually the other reason is I know usually I owe money. And so I, I mean, I, I'll, if I got to send them somebody, I'll, I'll advance it. But usually I'm like, oh, whatever. And, and, and many times I have no idea how much money I even owe. 
which has been a problem. I mean, like this year, for example, I really did not know owe any money. I, I the difference between what I paid and whatever that I had to send a check was like five hundred dollars. But and and it's varied like that for me years. A couple of years ago, I got a I got a refund for two thousand bucks, and so I I it just I just never know. And then the next year, I owe ten thousand dollars. You know, so it, it's it, my income in my income has swings a lot mm. okay uh i mean up and down i mean my income to be precise from 2019 to 2020 my income was down 27 percent ouch um yeah it, it was a it was a big uh hit uh 2020 for sure uh but but again but it, that was also my 2019 income was probably up from like 2016 like 30, 40%. So it's just, I've had these wild, I, I was going to show my wife a chart. I'm like, look, sometimes it's like, why am I sometimes like whatever with stuff? It's like my income is like a freaking roller coaster. <laughs> now, the average tendency has been up. Okay. If I, if I go probably through the average, it's been up. I, I can safely say that it's way up from what it was when I filed that 1998 tax return. Okay. But, uh, but still, it, it, it's just, it, it has some very wild swings. It's definitely. Okay. Okay. You're, you're over time. I am. Okay. Your turn. What do you got? Okay. So last week I did something else. So let me go back to media for a minute. Okay. A movie, yeah. a movie. And th this is going to be a strange one because I've actually talked about it on the show before, but in a different form. Okay. Okay. Um, do you have any idea what I'm talking about before I jump in? Well, you do because you've looked at the list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. This is uh, in June, June 28th of this year. I thought your first was going to be about how it's your podcast. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I will say this. Uh, Alex is, uh, Alex has started to see, um, I will get to the movie. It's going to be Apollo 11. Okay. But. Okay. Alex wants me to be sure to say explicitly on the podcast that this podcast is my podcast and yours, Yvonne. Uh huh. Okay. Not his. Okay. And the reason that he is saying this is because the last few weeks uh you know i've mentioned before he's he's not going in school in person until he's fully vaccinated which by the way he got his second shot yesterday and so two weeks from now or so is when he'll actually start going to school in person yeah but, but the school district set him up with a tutor who he's been meeting a couple times a week uh at you know at, they're meeting at the outdoor seating of a nearby starbucks you know uh he hasn't duct taped the, the tutor to some some something or something no he he has not however in order to sort of get to know him the tutor, in addition to watching some videos on Alex's channel at alexemzela.com, A-L-E-X-M-X-E-L-A.com, <laughs> uh, has also listened to some episodes of this podcast. Oh, shit. Where specifically episodes where Alex co-hosted. Oh, oh, okay. All right. So like there was there was one episode back in July or something where Alex co-hosted and then there was one a couple weeks ago where he co-hosted. Um and so Alex tells me that apparently the tutor is under the impression that this is his podcast. Ah. Okay. So I am supposed to clarify in case the tutor is listening 
that no, Alex occasionally makes a appearance. Like right now. But <laughs> this is this is not his podcast. Yeah, this is definitely not his podcast. You can you can tell every time Yvonne swears. Yes. Sorry. Or okay. You swear. Or I swear. Yes. Okay. Now I was going to talk about. Stop doing. I swear. So many. No. No. Don't sing. Don't sing. Ah. I'll be. I'll be there. Okay. Forever. So Apollo Eleven. Okay. Apollo Eleven. Okay. Now, the story of this. You know, I I say it's my podcast, but what the hell? You know, I've completely lost control. Okay. Yeah, I've lost control. Uh, Yes, I have. Okay. Apollo 11. Here's the story of Apollo 11. Here's the story. Of a man named Brady. Um, another TV show I've never watched. Okay, now what? <laughs> yes, I've I've never watched the Brady oh, Bunch. God. Okay. All right. For the love of God. Okay. Uh, so Yvonne, you mentioned on this show a while back that you had watched Apollo Eleven, the two two thousand nineteen movie about the Apollo Eleven landing. It's a documentary. It's um. Uh, you know, a bunch of old footage, including a bunch of recovered stuff that had been newly dug up and included in this documentary that hadn't really been seen very much before. Um, and I said, oh, that sounds cool. And look, it's playing at my local IMAX theater. Let's go watch it. So myself and Alex and my wife went to the local IMAX theater uh, and to watch this thing in 2019. Little knowing, well, there were some hints, but we were still snookered, um, that the IMAX version of the movie was half the length. What? Yeah. Like the, the, the full movie is like an hour and a half. Yes. The IMAX version was like 45 minutes. They basically cut half of it out. So it, yes, it was IMAX. It was, Why? I, I don't know. I guess for the IMAX format, they produced an abbreviated version of the movie. I I guess so that they could get more showings into the IMAX theaters. I don't know. Um, And so I reviewed it at the time expressing it was really cool, but I feel kind of gypped for watching the short version of right. Yeah. It's quite shorter. And, and also, by the way, I I guess, I guess uh, my daughter, Amy was also there, but my, my wife, ran to get some snacks and use the bathroom or something before it started, but then they locked the door and she couldn't get in. So she missed it anyway. And I think my daughter did too. So it was only Alex oh and I that watched God. it. Um, <laughs> so they, they sat anyway. outside the theater waiting Whoa. for us to come out. So I guess in that sense, it what was better that it was 45 minutes, you know? Yes. But, I'll say. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, so this time, a few weeks ago, I watched the full version. Well, a few weeks. In June. In June, I watched the, the full version uh, at home. Um, I, 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 
you know, I forget which service I used to watch it, but I watched it. And in any case, uh, yeah, I, I, I watched it. It was good. Um, you know, and, and this time, you know, it is a smaller screen at home than an IMAX movie theater, but I got the full length of it. And it was, you know, it, it took you through the whole thing of yes. the preparation, the launch, the the landing, the and then coming back. And, you know, and, and it was just all through original footage from when this stuff happened uh, and, you know, and, and, and in much better quality than anybody at the time saw, of course. Right. <laughs> you know, because people were watching on their little tiny black and white TVs and stuff. Or that we saw forever. I mean, anytime, you know, look, anytime that we saw this being replayed, it's just, just this grainy footage that we got to see of this whole thing. Yeah. And uh, this was good, high-quality film footage. Um, and uh, it, it was great. I, I mean... Um, look, it, 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 it's a documentary. It's, uh, just going through some factual stuff, but it's some pretty dramatic factual stuff. It's some important historical stuff. Uh, it's well worth watching and the visuals of it are the highest quality visuals of this event that have been compiled. Uh, so, it, it, you know, and, and seeing the Saturn V take off and seeing the actual landing on the surface and, you know, the, the whole countdown where he was, you know, they were almost out of fuel and he had to go, a fuel. he had to go yes. a, a few extra feet because the planned landing was too rocky and, you know, he did it by hand. At the, you know, this is incredibly dramatic stuff. You know, it's, 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 I, I recommend the movie Apollo 11. Uh, be sure to get the, be sure to watch the full length version and not the abbreviated IMAX version, but it, it, it was good. Thumbs up, thumbs up to Apollo's, yeah. thumbs up to yeah. Apollo 11. Yeah. Look, I, I, I will say that I, I watched it and I mentioned it here and I, I, I watched it, uh, in 4k mm-hmm. and, um, Look, I, I mean, just the, it's, it, it just always just, I am in awe of the launch. It, it's just that, uh, you know, seeing that Saturn V just take off, it's just how massive it is. And I, I, it's just incredible. And the fact that we just, even to, till this day, like right now, I mean, I think I'm correct. There is no rocket that we have that was as big and as powerful as that sucker. I mean, going up. Elon's working on it. He's working on it, but he's not there yet. I mean, we're talking over 50 years later. Right. I mean, it's just with, I mean, look at all the, when you look through the videos there, well, the recordings, the computers that were being used to do this. (laughs) I mean, guys, I mean, I mean, with the technology that was done to do this, I mean, our damn iPhones you know, are more powerful than everything they used to do that launch back then. Everything! You, you, you know, I, I'm not sure if we're quite there, but I think we're pretty darn close to not just the, your iPhone being more powerful than everything used in the Apollo program, but your iPhone's almost more powerful than all the computers on the planet combined at that point in time. Combined! You know, yes! I, I mean, if we're not there, we're close to there by now. I mean... Right! And I mean, they, you know, with that technology, you know, it's like they were able to get that rocket up to orbit, do a docking 
you know, a, 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 a docking in orbit, okay, in order to have the command module dock with the lunar landing module, frickin' fire that rocket the right, you know, the right amount, put that puppy into orbit on the moon, then get that lunar module to land on the damn moon, get those guys back up there, then bring that damn rocket back and land it on Earth. I mean, damn. And by the way, if right now we were to say, Sam, let's get every billionaire and everybody, let's do this next week. We couldn't even do it. No, I mean, that, I mean... That's what they've been trying to work on. I mean, I I mentioned, you know, Elon's working on it. He part of what he's trying to do is go back to the moon. NASA is also engaged in a variety of efforts to go back to the moon. Right. Um, And, you know, Elon actually wants to go to Mars. But, you know, right. But all, all. yeah, this is not something you pick up and do in a week. No, not at all. They have had to spend the last 10 years essentially redeveloping this technology. Yes, everything. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, it's just a, a stunning, the more time elapses and the fact that we can't get back there, the more of a stunning achievement it keeps looking to me as. Yes. Okay, now can I finish my sentence? Yes. So I was rudely Al- interrupted. Yes, Alex, what were you going to say? And weren't you, like, really disappointed when you saw the short version because they said it was going to be the long version but it wasn't actually the long version yeah there was the i i i'm i probably misread something somewhere but yes i certainly went into it thinking it was the full length version i believe you well not the part where you think you're wrong i believe the part that said it was the full length version right because that makes them to blame and for everyone's upset, instead of you to blame for just your upset, well, actually, that that's actually better than everything else. Scratch that. I hope you were wrong. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note... Okay, with that, let's let's take a break and we'll and when we come back, we will talk about all this European fuel stuff and stuff. Back after this. You're supposed to say do do do. Do 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 Alex Anzella Alex Anzella is awesome. Its videos are fun. And today, once again, we have one of our most loyal subscribers here to tell y'all awesome Alex Emsula is. I'd say on a rate from 1 to 10, Alex Emsula is awesome at, I don't know, 37, 82. He's pretty radical. His videos are phenomenal. They're full of creativity. And they're, and they're so funny and exciting to watch. Wow, what happened to your voice then, Amy? Was that dad pretending to be you? Because the audio was distorted when it really wasn't because I told him to? Yes! Good job on remembering, Dad. Do, do, do! Alexandra is awesomer than Curmudgeon's Corner. So forget about Curmudgeon's Corner and go check. Got my channel instead. 
Alatamsawa is very awesome. Er than Kermat has corner. And if you disagree, then I guess you disagree. But you probably disagreed because you just don't want to look. Do, do, do! And we are back. And so, Yvonne, you brought this topic up. Let's, why don't you start out by giving an overview here? Because I've heard bits and pieces here and there, but I haven't done a deep dive into any of this. So what's going on in Europe? Well, let's start. Well, let's start. There's a couple of things going on. OK, there is an energy shortage and more specifically, a gasoline shortage in the UK. But but let's let's start with the gas shortage in the UK. So. You know, our friends in the UK were celebrating their Brexit. At least some of them were. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Boris Johnson was claiming, look, we're finally free of the tyranny of the EU. Well, here's a problem with the being free of the tyranny of the EU. And uh, the the main thing that I, I believe the Brexiteers were bitching about was the freedom of movement through the borders. Okay. Well... Uh, a big portion of uh, lorry drivers, so they call the truck drivers over in the, in right. the UK, yeah. were immigrants. You don't say. Yeah. Amazingly enough, okay? In the UK, it is a job that the pay and everything around it is worse than in the U.S. And in the U.S. it's not a glamorous job, but I, I, I mean, you know, it, it's a job that actually, you know, a lot of people I know, may, it, it makes good money, okay? But it's not as good there. It, it, ma it makes a, a living. It makes a living, okay? Well, especially, look, if you're unskilled, you know, let's say, and, 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 and let me take, let me change that. If you're, if you're a person that didn't go, don't, doesn't have a college education, you want to do something that you can get trained, get on the road and make a decent buck, you can make a decent buck. It's a hard living. Okay. All right. But you can make a decent, you can make a decent buck with it. Okay. And so, uh, but not so much in the UK. It's, which is the reason why a lot of Eastern Europeans were taking those jobs. But now with the immigration restrictions, a lot of them said, oh, fuck this, we're leaving. <laughs> and so there is a massive shortage. And, and, and just, be, just, just be clear, what are the restrictions that made it unpalatable for immigrant truck drivers to continue doing Well, that? the thing is that I believe there was only a... Sh the, 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 the UK did not grant these people that had been living in the UK, okay, um, that were from from the Eurozone, they didn't just grant them freaking permanent resident status. Right. They basically had to apply to stay. And the process was expensive. I saw, in one case, I think I understood the process that they had in place cost about $25,000. Ow. And so people were saying, well, the hell with this, we're leaving. Right. And a good number of those that were basically working at the QK, like in many places, to send money back home, they said, this isn't worth it. We'll go to we'll go to Germany. We'll go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And so they left. So there's a shortage of, of truck drivers. And so now there is a massive shortage of fuel. 
across fueling stations across the UK. And also there was a panic caused, well, well, you got the combination, you had shortages, caused panic buying, which has happened many times with fuel when there's the panic buying, then made the situation worse. And so you've had that issue. But there is definitely a shortage of drivers that is causing significant issues with deliveries. That is a reality. Uh, so is that is that you know, the key cause? Like if if everything else was yes, yeah, it's just yes, straight out. There are not enough drivers to bring the stuff where it needs to go. Straight out, sh- they're straight out. You they they were they were showing interview after interview of of trucking company guys is saying, "Hey, I'm short drivers. I, I I don't have enough drivers. I can't do anything. We just don't have the drivers." So this is another one of these own goals that they did with the whole damn thing. Okay. Uh, so, so you had that, and also there was another energy it, prices for electricity were spiking as well because, for whatever the, you know, they they also use a lot of wind energy generated, you know, uh, in the what should we call it? Oh God, what the hell is the the North Sea? Okay, winds have been they were much calmer than normal, causing a reduced amount of energy production. And there was also, it, it caused the spot price of electricity to also soar at the same time. And this had been also in a lot of other countries in Europe that I saw that there was an issue with this, like right now. Because, because you know, there is an imbalance, it seems like right now, into different sources of energy production. Because you had the fact that Germany went and pushed to literally shut down all nuclear plants a couple of years ago. Uh, yeah. And also they had been pushing to shut down a lot of the coal plants. And so it, it made it that, that that shutdown of the nuclear plants has really created an energy imbalance in the European Union. And this, this, by the way, I remember us having conversations about nuclear before. Or nuclear, sorry. Uh, <laughs> you know, I can't help it. It's my accent. Okay, W. Whatever. Uh, in, in any case, um, okay, shutting down the coal plants, good, fully support. Uh, but shutting down nuclear is not like if your primary goal is carbon reduction and reducing the carbon footprint and all of this kind These of are stuff. You're some of the most efficient ones at doing it. Yeah, like you should not be, you should not be shutting down nuclear. Uh, at least not until you've got replacements up and running uh, that are better in some other way. Uh, and I know the left specifically has had, you know, an issue <laughs> with nuclear power forever. But I understand not building newer ones. I understand not building new ones at this point because there are other options. I get right. that. But if you have these plants already up and running, they're already fueled. We already have an issue with the nuclear fuel with them as it is. Listen, don't shut them down because they are are a huge, huge help with the with the damn, you know, CO2 emissions. Right. They're just, I mean, it's just huge. So right now, it's which one, you know, pick your, pick your least worst option. And the least worst option... I thought was leaving those nuclear plants on, okay, until you were able to go towards something else. Now, the other problem that they're having is gas. I think the last winter was very, very harsh. And 
the Russians are fucking with the natural gas supply to Europe. Because now the problem is that they've had to be even more dependent on Russian supplies of natural gas. And the Russians have been like, well, we're kind of short, whatever. And honestly, I think that they're just dicking around with the EU because Putin likes to do that. Well, and it's exerting leverage, right? I mean, that was the whole thing about that pipeline. And the Biden administration dropped any objections that were previously had, uh, you know, a few months back. Um, You know, so, yeah, I mean, it it was one of those conflicted places where, on the one hand, uh, you know, Europe was trying to hold fast on like sanctions against Russia for the stuff that happened in the Ukraine. And, uh, and for that matter, you know, the, the, the Russians have been, you know, killing people on German soil, on UK soil, whatever, yes. like, you know, the, 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 you know, ex Russian spies and other people who'd escaped or dissidents. Um, and so, you know, Europe was trying to be like, oh, we're going to do sanctions, blah, blah, blah. At the same time that they were like, oh, yeah, it, well, accept your natural gas. We want that. We want lots of that. More pipeline, please. Yeah. It, but they shouldn't have put themselves in that situation. And they and they set themselves up. It, it's not that you don't buy any from, from, from Russia, but you can't make yourself dependent on just, like, one source so massively. Okay? Uh, it's a single point of failure thing. Uh, I was talking about. We were chatting on Slack about with, with certain with, with certain uh, situations, and so I I I I think that that, that they they've uh, put themselves in a difficult situation with that. And then going back to Brexit, okay, so this is a bit with the energy issues that you've had all around. So you've had the natural gas shortages, you've had the energy uh, energy prices spiking, you've had the fuel shortages in the UK. But the other own goal for Brexit that they did is that. As I mentioned, that it costs like twenty five, twenty six thousand dollars to get a visa for somebody to stay, like in the in the UK, if you if you you know you're EU citizen that wasn't that didn't have residency. Well, here's the thing: there's a whole bunch of people that are bankers and whatever, and other, specifically bankers, because that was very big financial services industry for Europe. A lot of business was based in London, and. They're basically saying that about 25-30% of the people that work in that industry in the UK are going to have to leave. (laughs) (laughs) So they're not just repelling the relatively low on the income scale immigrant truckers. Right. They're, They're repelling the rich immigrant bankers as well. That's correct. Well, probably I'm not going to say the rich ones, but it's like, you know, the guys like professional stiffs like us. Okay. Okay. Still, yeah, still banking is a relatively well-paid. Relatively for, rich. Um, yeah. yeah. Relatively well-paid. Yes. So, so, you know, but, the, but, the, but usually the guy, the guys that we're talking that are in that bubble, you know, it's not like the guys making 30 million bucks a year or whatever. Right. Right. Okay. No. Yeah, they're the working stiff like us that, yeah, we're not, we're, we're not truckers. We're not poor like that, but I don't have 30 million in the bank either. Okay. All right. And so those are the guys that are basically like, wait, what? I got to pay how much? And right now we're all working remotely anyway? Fuck this. I'm leaving. So so the UK financial sector is doing well, I gather, then? Uh, yeah, they're right now in a crisis and they're in a turmoil because of this. It hasn't happened yet that a lot of these moves are because there's a, there's a time period that they had. But like right now... There is a brewing crisis with that. And I think that a lot of people started seeing it when they started seeing what the hell happened with the damn truckers. Hmm. So how's this all going to play out, Yvonne? 
It looks like shit for the UK. It looks like, you know, it, it, it's it's ridiculous how bad this is turning out for the UK at this point. This is there is this is such a losing proposition that they are at, at leaving the UK. And it's becoming apparent more and more. A lot more costs. But they have their freedom, Yvonne. Freedom. They don't have to, they're no longer subjected to the dictatorial whims of Brussels. Of the EU. Well, Brussels, yes. Yes, I know. Well, they've got that. So, I, I mean, what what we sort of said, like, when Brexit finally happened, we were like, okay, look, this is probably going to have some short-term pain, short-term meaning a few years, but then things will reach a new equilibrium. I mean, we're and we're just in that short-term pain part of the equation, right? I think the problem is that it, it will reach some kind of equilibrium, but I think that the equilibrium is one where the UK winds up losing, mm-hmm. is my point. It, it's, not, it's not a net positive. Uh, you know, when I saw already more than once somebody going and saying, oh, we're going to build something that we can sell everywhere in the EU, but wait, the UK rules are different, so we would have to make a different one for the UK? Yeah, we're going to pass. So that starts limiting the market for certain products and how many choices you have, and it will probably wind up driving up the price of a number of things. Yeah, oh, I mean, because because if you don't have, if you've got less competitors willing to sell in the market, well, it's going to drive prices up. So it, it, I, it's just, there is nothing I have seen yet from this that has happened that is a positive from Brexit, other than... Uh, I guess uh, some xenophobes are going to be thrilled about the fact that there's going to be less brown people in their country or undesirable Eastern Europeans. That's about it. Huh. And and how's the whole part going with the uh, the the Irish border? Well, I, I mean, I, I actually I have not followed where that's been because I know that that's been a big mess as well, and that that was problematic. Uh, but I have not followed to see because I, I uh, where they are with that. Um, I gotta admit that I, I should. Uh... You 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 have homework now, Yvonne. You have homework, Yvonne. Go check that out, and you got to report back. I uh, gotta do okay. I will do a follow up report on what is going on with the uh, border between Northern Ireland and Ireland. The Northern Ireland situation. Yeah, and 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 this time I guess I won't punch anybody regarding this. Were you in that class when I punched that guy that was imitating uh, uh, John Major? No. I, I think I've heard this story multiple times, but now that you've brought it up, tell the story, Yvonne. I, I, don't, I do not believe I was in the class. We were, we were in this class. We were in this class about the EU at Carnegie Mellon. And I, had, I got teamed up with a guy that was very annoying. And he had started, like, we were representing the UK, and he had started speaking imitating john major multiple times and i basically i got pissed off at some point and i said to him that if you fucking do it again i'm gonna punch you uh and uh he started talking and i i just heard his voice 
And I punched him in class in front of everybody uh, in the arm. Okay, not, you know, but, but hard. Okay, it wasn't a soft one. Oh, I, I, I had a vision of you, like, right in the jaw. No, no, no. It was in the arm. I just went, also just went, boom, just with my punch. You know, I had my, my fist and I just hit him in the arm, like, just just banged it like, a ha- like looking like a hammer. Okay, like that. Just bam. And then I realized, oh, shit. He wasn't imitating John Major. I just he's just annoying. And everybody just burst out laughing in class because they were like, what the hell just happened? You just punched this guy for no reason? I was like, <laughs> but anyway. Okay. A- any other uh, European? I did not get reprimanded for that. I got reprimanded for other stuff at Carnegie Mellon, but not that. Yes. Uh, a- a- any other European news to talk about? We had elections in Germany. They're still They're still working out the coalition. Exactly. They don't. There, there's the net result is no result at this point. Yet, I, I mean, the, we know the election results, but just like the situation in Israel, it, Israel, it, yeah, yeah, you, you have to sort of. Nobody has a majority, so you have to work out a coalition, and Merkel's still there until they do. Yeah, basically, I mean, she's been there for so long; it's so ridiculous. Um. I mean, no, other than uh, I, I, I saw the one thing I could say is a travel update from the from Europe where a number of airlines from Europe are increasing travel to the U.S. because of the new Biden administration policy where uh, if you're vaccinated, you can travel. And so they're like expecting that to boost uh, travel between uh, between Europe and the U.S. like right now. So I did see that. Um, OK, I mean, that was interesting. So, but that's it, basically. Okay, well, I... And I've got homework. Yeah, and you've got homework. I guess we're done with Europe, then. Yes, we're done with Europe. So, we will take another break, and we will come back and talk about Facebook. Or, or was it the Facebook? It used to be the Facebook. It used to be the Facebook. But now it's the just Facebook. The Boss Brothers! But now it's just Facebook. When it's up. Yes, when it's up. Okay, back after this. Hi, my name is Brandy Donaghy, and I'm running for Snohomish County Council in District 5. Our county is made up of many vibrant communities, and I will work to ensure that everyone is as strong and self-sufficient as it can be. For more information or to get involved, visit my website at brandyforcouncil.com. I'm Brandy Donaghy, Democrat for Snohomish County, and I'm asking for your vote. Paid for by friends of Brandy Donaghy. Okay, we are back. Uh, and before we do Facebook, because we are not doing a pandemic segment, I will just say trend-wise, everything's still going great. Yes. <laughs> you know, the worldwide trends, the U.S. trends, uh, deaths are continuing to drop at a rapid rate. If, if, and that's a big if, if the current rate of decline continues then approximately two weeks from now, plus or minus a few days, we will, for the first time, be better off now than we were 52 weeks previously. Okay. For the world, for the world. I think there have been a couple times where the U.S. has already done that, and then, you know, but but for for the world, that will be a, a significant milestone if we reach it. However, I will also say, if you look at the, not the absolute numbers, because we're at a higher level now than we were last year. But if you look at the up, 
and down patterns of the waves on a global basis, we're looking very, very similar to last year, but offset by four to five weeks. So like when we had a low last year, four to five weeks later, we have a low this year. When we had a high last year, four to five weeks later, we have a high here. If, and this is another big if, if that pattern continues, then we will bottom out again approximately the end of October and then start heading back up again. Now, we may not continue to follow that pattern, uh, but that's been, it's like the last, six months or so it seemed like that's the pattern we've been following but uh at the same time we've got this general downward trend um and hopefully that will continue so that even if we do follow that same up and down and up and down pattern of these waves the next wave won't be as big as the last one cross your fingers by the way, uh, information tidbit that I got uh, this week. Uh, I was uh, talking to my brother who is a pharmacist, and I and I asked him about recommendations right now, whether to get uh, what do you get first, flu shot or your booster shot? Okay, he told me first to get the flu shot before you get the booster shot, and that you have to wait a few weeks. I think I understood three weeks uh, between getting one and the other. But check with your that is that is old. Outdated information. The CDC came out with updated recommendations within the last two weeks saying that it was okay to get your flu shot and your COVID shot at the same time. My my, bro- my brother does not agree with, 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 with that. Okay, by the way. I don't agree with I, that I, either. Not at all. So, okay, I understand that that's the CDC advice, but my brother was didn't think that that was such a hot idea. But anyway... So anyway, anyway, they are doing that. And uh, in fact, uh, Alex here got both his flu shot and his COVID shot uh, this week uh, at the same time. Well, about two minutes apart. Is he dead? He is not dead. Okay. Well, that actually was not for the first shot. They told me for the booster is what he was doing. For the booster. Okay, yeah. Th- for this the booster. Was, this was Alex's second. Um, yeah, I, yeah, And I believe... No, it was just for the... It was for the... What he said, it was for the booster. What he said is that if you're going to get one first... And one of the things is that as you're older, you're probably going to get some... I'll tell you that my mom uh, uh, felt sick with, uh, with a flu shot, okay? For mm, a couple of right. days. So what they're saying is, look, Spread them apart. You're older. If it's the booster, okay, all right. You know, not not the first shot. If you, I understand, if you're getting the first, he's getting his first, you know, thing done. Then yeah, I I understand why he wants to get them both at the same time. But if you already have, you're fully vaccinated for 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 COVID, get your flu shot first, and then and then wait and get the second one. That was his that was his best advice at this point for us older folkies. <laughs> yeah, and uh I believe and I believe my wife is scheduling her booster shot cuz she's already due. I won't be due for my booster until next month. So I'm due and I need to go get my flu shot first, but I, I was just worried after my mom was like, "Ugh, god, she she's like came down and was like didn't feel that well, so I've been like, Ugh, god, I've been dragging on that." So Oh, I and I, and I will mention uh, Alex did have some side effects from his second shot. He had a little bit of a fever today. Uh so we we canceled his uh his session with that tutor for today, but uh uh but you know, n- nothing like- 
already feel like that was only because I had two shots at the same time. Uh-huh. It hurts. It started hurting less as soon as I stuck in the dog's mouth. Anyway, enough, enough pandemic stuff. That was just a quick update since, but the actual topic is Facebook. Um, so. Facebook. Look at the book with all the faces. Facebook. Look, look. <laughs> okay. So anyway, uh, uh, I, I guess wh- where do we want to start? We had the whistleblower. We had the outage. I, I, we had testimony in front of Congress. I guess that was the whistleblower. What do we want to talk about? All right. So let's start with the, let's start with the outage. What do you know about the outage? The the outage appears to have been uh, some network engineer pushing an update to some routing tables and they messed up. Uh, there was an error in it. I haven't seen a report on the specifics of what the error is, but in my head, I'm imagining like a comma in the right in the wrong place or something stupid. Um, and it basically, uh, told the internet that Facebook servers didn't exist anymore and there was no way to get to them. Uh, and the problem was that Facebook themselves ran on Facebook. So like, so like even their stuff, like (laughs) the badge reader, the, even their stuff like the badge readers to get into the buildings uh, was also knocked out by this. Their, and the reason they couldn't just immediately push a fix was their software, in order to tell it, okay, go push the file to the server, well, too late, the server is off the internet now, so you can't just push the update to the server. You ha- you have to go get physical access to the server. So they had right. to send people to the stupid data center. Um, and I saw, you know, and, and, you know, I saw conflicting reports about how easy it was to get into the data center once they got there, but they had to send a team physically into the data center well, one of the things about modern data centers is that they don't have a lot of staff. And and one of the things is they're, they're, they, they've really made them that just to avoid having people really where any of the servers are. Mm-hmm. Because all that could do is cause problems. Okay? And so usually a, a, a massive data center, 100,000 square feet, will just have a few people on staff. That's it. And none of them really are are most for the most part very technical because all the people really running the applications or doing or whatever are all remote. Yeah, so the people on the ground there are set up, yeah, maybe they can go physically reboot a server by turning it on and off again. Right. Maybe they will replace hardware when something goes bad. Yes. They will, you know, there'll be people like dealing with physical security, like the guards and stuff like that, you know, and people right. cleaning and, you know, whatever. You'll have that kind of stuff, but not the people who know in detail what the stuff that's running on those machines does and how to deal with that stuff. Yeah, this isn't the olden days of the of the movie War Games. I mean, I remember one time when I worked at Merrill Lynch, there was we were going to do our first like 
live chat with like the CEO or something like using some internet chat software. And it was a big deal because it was the first time we were ever doing it. And there was, we had whatever software was running the chat, uh, on, uh, on some server in New York. Um, and they sent me and a bunch of other people to physically sit next to the server right, for the length of the chat in case something went wrong so we could, like, on console, on the server, fix things if anything broke. That Right. But, you know, this was... That's the way we used to do things. That was a long time ago, folks. <laughs> yes. We, we don't do it that way anymore. I mean, I still remember, you know, I'll go back 30 years ago when I was working on a project uh, at this company that I did this summer internship, and they had an IBM mainframe, a System 36. I mean, literally, we were all sitting, you know, within a few feet of this mainframe, okay? Just, just right there, okay? Because that's the way you did shit back then. You weren't at some other, you know, place, you know, miles and miles away from where the server was, you had to sit right there because there was no other really efficient and effective way to do a whole bunch of things if you weren't sitting right there at the damn machine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so so anyway, they were knocked off the internet and they couldn't fix it quickly until they sent physically, until they physically sent people to the servers, had them reset what they needed to reset, and then, of course, it took them a while to get everything up and running again. Right. And there was a lot of talk at first about like, was this an attack? Was somebody, did somebody take them down because of the Facebook whistleblower revelations that had come out? Um, no, they just screwed up. Yeah, it seems, it seems very evident that there was just their own internal screw up. Yes. So I will say that it, it, it uh, forget about Facebook and Instagram. The one that was like really, uh, I, I'm sure it impacted a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Was um, WhatsApp right? Uh, I mean, internationally, I will say it's my number one communications tool that I use to uh, talk to people uh, outside the U.S. and um, and I mean it's vital. I mean, I you know I talked about uh, the call I got uh, related to to my job. Uh, the person that was calling me was calling me from Brazil, okay, um, specifically for this, and they were calling me on WhatsApp. So it's like, and that's so normal now. Yeah, I mean, pe people here in the U.S. don't realize just how prevalent WhatsApp is in most of the world, you know? Yes. Um, I mean, China has their own little, you know, their WeChat Weibo, or whatever, Weibo, WeChat, whatever. Yeah. But, um, but for most of the world, WhatsApp is huge. Yeah. It is the messaging. I mean, I talk to people everywhere in the world using WhatsApp. I mean, I mean, Europe, Asia, Latin America. Yeah. I mean, it, it is our number one communications tool. And I, I you know, look, I, I've literally stopped making uh, direct dial calls mm. uh, to people outside uh, outside the U.S. using telephone, you know, uh, you know, cellular calling, and do them almost exclusively using WhatsApp. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, yeah, like this, you know, people here have mostly been talking about, ooh, I couldn't reach Facebook, whatever, uh, or maybe Instagram, like you said, mm. but but the biggest impact on a worldwide basis was clearly WhatsApp. 
Oh, yeah, 100%. It, it definitely, I mean, you know, that was definitely the biggest impact for sure. I, I it, That was, uh, you know, so, but, but all right. So, so that was the, the, the outage. And we don't think it was uh, some nefarious, like, uh, intruder that went in there uh, to do that. I mean, I, I guess there's still the possibility it was an inside job intentionally, but from everything I've heard, it was just somebody screwing up. Yeah, I mean, th- th- this happens. It happens. I mean, we've had it happens. It happens. We've had screw ups. So yeah. Um. So let's talk about the 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 testimony from what was the name of this lady again? Uh oh, I I, I don't oh, know her name. I, yeah, exactly. God, we're, she we're so she did come out it. and identify herself. She was public, yeah, you know, etc. Uh, she had leaked a whole bunch of documents from Facebook. And one one of the things that I saw just before we get to the meat of it, you know, Facebook put out some replies to her testimony talking about how you know how she you know how she wasn't that great an employee and she didn't have access. Yeah. You know, she wasn't like in the, any of the big meetings and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, well that's fine. It, it kind of sounds petty and also misses the point because what she came with was a whole crap ton of documents. So she wasn't saying I was in a meeting where we talked about X, Y, Z most of the time she was like, here's all this material I have. Right. That were, you know, that was documentation from other sorts that apparently, you know, however Facebook was organized in terms of their internal documentation, you know, anybody at Facebook could have gotten access to. She just grabbed a whole bunch of it and leaked it to the press and then uh, and then went to talk to Congress about it. Uh, yeah, here's one thing I found interesting was that, uh, I, I went to a Puerto Rican news site, uh, and, and I wasn't looking for this information, but apparently she, one of the reasons she wound up being terminated was, is that she decided to move to Puerto Rico to work remotely. And <laughs> okay. apparently for whatever reason, the people at Facebook said that they were not, they couldn't support an employee that was working even though inside the U.S. from a U.S. territory. I have no idea why the hell that would be a problem. That it could be a tax weird. issue. Yeah. Uh, as far as I can tell, uh, it could be a health benefits tax issue. That's the only thing that I can think of that why that would be an issue. Uh, but they basically said that that she couldn't establish herself there. And that's why there was a series of messages they're showing where they charted. That's the reason why they were forcing her out in the first place. So that, that was, that, that was an interesting twist. I didn't expect that. Weird. Uh, but, but any, in any case, even if she was, you know, a, 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 an upset, disgruntled employee, blah, 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 out for revenge, blah, blah, blah. Uh, doesn't matter. Cause she brought the receipts. She brought the receipts and they have, and they show, I think, um, that the company, that the company knows that what they are doing is harmful. That they're the way, it, and it's not. It's it's not. You know, they know it directly. Yeah, and here's the thing: critics of the company have been saying for years, and this is no surprise to anybody who's been paying attention, that the way that Facebook, and for that matter, Twitter, and for that matter, YouTube, and all of these other places, the way that their algorithms optimize for engagement is causing all sorts of problems. Um, I'm going to say, so. I, I will say this. 
I've noticed that definitely Twitter has gotten quite more aggressive at trying to dissuade toxic interactions. Mm. I, I, I know this because I can't remember what the hell I was pissed off about that I went to say something. I was going to tell somebody to go F themselves or something. And basically Twitter I and it says, are you sure you want to say this? Are you really sure you want to talk about this? Check your tone. Think about it. Do you really want to say this? And you know what? I went I said, fuck. They're right. Cancel. Yep. I, 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 I that is valuable, I have to admit. <laughs> well, I remember back in the day you got suspended for like telling Trump to fuck himself or something. Uh, yes, I, I did. I, I did do that for uh, about the first 30 or 45 days of his presidency. I kept telling him to go fuck himself. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, you know, the kind it of takeover, but it took 30 days. Yeah. Look, now but, I think that that would happen immediately. But the kinds of things we know about from these sort of algorithmic optimizations for engagement. OK, we've seen external studies on YouTube showing that they're funneling people into they're basically radicalizing people for, you know, all sorts right. of different things right, right, for, right. for, yep. for like the, the crazy insurrectionists behind January 6th yep. for anti-vax for all kinds of stuff. And YouTube took some action against that this week as well. Um, for Facebook, we've seen, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff about the same kind of thing about sort of polarizing people and, and pushing people to one side or another of the political divide. Uh, and part of what came out in this batch of stuff was uh, studies specifically about uh, Instagram and uh, the mental health of teenage girls. Um, and right. And basically what's new about this is not that these negative effects exist because outside researchers have been telling us this for years and have been warning about the problems that are being aggravated by you know, all of these systems. I, I, th this week's news was about Facebook, but it applies to these others as well. Yeah. Outside people have been warning about this for years. What's different in this batch of releases of this leak is basically the fact that Facebook's internal researchers validated this as well. They also showed all of these negative effects and basically chose not to do anything about it. Anything about it. And, yeah. and in, in the one case where they had, they had put some controls in place prior to the U S elections in 2020, you know, right after the election was over, they pulled all those back out again, you know, <sighs> yeah. um, you know, because they did show that they reduced some of this negative polarization. But the problem is they also reduce engagement. They also reduce how much time people spend on Facebook. The fundamental trade-off here is that apparently the kind of content that is problematic is the kind that keeps people coming back for more. But, but look, but look, I, I, I will say that, uh, but isn't that what almost, it seems like almost every, well, not maybe not, Every, but quite so many media companies are doing right now. Oh, yeah. Think about I, Fox I, News, uh, OAN, Newsmax. You know, I'll, I'll put it not even there, right? Like, e even if you get outside of the news world, right? I mean, it's no secret, right, that, like, mass entertainment is a race to the bottom. 
Yeah. You know, it, it's not like the highbrow intellectual shit that gets lots of people watching it. You know, it, you know, it, uh, you know, the algorithm, you know, here's the thing, right? My interests are really fucked up. Okay. All right. Or, or maybe not fucked up. They're just like, so out of the mainstream, you know what Instagram keeps recommending me to look at what boats, Bo- 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 boats, boats, okay. boats, boats, more boats and boats. It's well, like, I'm like, they, they, but it's like boat porn. They I'm know like, you, Yvonne. Like, they know oh, you. Oh, they know me very well. <laughs> but, but, you know, thankfully, it's all just like, I'm like, oh, look at that. Oh, man, that looks so cool. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, they did that on that. Oh, they did that on that, that new boat. Wow. Look at that. That's all, <laughs> all I get. On my Instagram algorithm, it's just a whole series of 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 cool boats, and my YouTube one is cars, 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 <laughs> more cars, car videos, and all sorts of car videos. That's it, basically. So I will say that I think that there is what I see from this is that there is a way that they could if. People weren't interested in so much crap that it could be positive. But the problem is, what I see is, especially with, like, people, I don't know, so many people, like, right now love these reality, bingy, the Kardashians. Mm -hmm. It's the Kardashianization of this fucking nation, or the world, to a certain extent. That's all they want to look at. And so if that's what they oodle, then they will get all these recommendations on YouTube or whatever from watching this stuff. And it's not how they dress. And it's not like whatever. I couldn't care less. They could walk all around naked about it. The whole damn thing is, it's just this, this example that that's the only value that there is to life is to be glamorous and famous and look good not actually do or build anything it's just carry on with that image well you know there's that there's that old phrase that says you know the american people know what they want and they deserve to get it good and hard Mm. you know and and, and look because because fundamentally yes what facebook and these other things do is amplification Yes. They're not making stuff up out of nowhere. No. They are taking trends that exist in the public and what the public is interested in and they're amplifying it. They're making more. They're making it you're giving people the ability to dive deeper and deeper into that world. And so you get the person who, you know, expresses like a little bit of interest in a right-wing militia Right. <laughs> and then you're going to show them more and more and more of that stuff. And it may be something that in, you know, 20, 30 years ago, only the very most dedicated people who were curious about that stuff right. could actually figure out how to connect themselves into that world. Yes. Yeah, it was an underground world of people that met, like, with secret handshakes and whatever whereas, in all sorts of hiding places. Whereas now, with this kind of thing... If you slow the show the slightest inclination or interest, they'll be shoveling more at you as fast as you can take it in. Right. Uh, and whether that's like stuff about eating disorders or stuff about militias or stuff about whatever potentially toxic thing you're talking about, the anti-vax, whatever, or I guess 
positive things too. I mean, if you like it, like you said, if you're really interested in cars, they're going to shovel car stuff at you, right? Yeah, but, basically. But the point is, you sl- you show the slightest interest in something, and all of a sudden you're wormholing down into that, into into more and more esoteric stuff the further you go. And in some cases, that's going to be innocuous. But in a lot of cases, that's going to end up being very harmful. And so, and on and on one hand, yes, they know this. And they know how to break that cycle. But breaking that cycle essentially means that at some point, that person is going to stop looking at whatever they're looking at and get up from their computer and go look at something else. So I'm looking at like what my Instagram search is recommending to me. Uh, defer, start from the top left and go to right. It's an airplane. It's a car show. It's a boat. It's a boat. It's a car. It's another airplane. It's another airplane. It's another car. It's another airplane. Another boat. And finally, uh, uh, something about basketball uh, in the NBA. That's basically what it was recommending to me. Nothing toxic, as far as I can tell. But I, I, but I think like what you said. It's just you know, but I, you know, I'm, I'm the wrong. It's like one of these things. I am not. I am not how people should look at the algorithm. I'm the guy whose favorite TV show is Air Disasters. I mean, I'm. You know, if they use the research of me to model what the heck content to give other people they all go bankrupt but the kind of scenario you're talking about (laughs) is more you know the the teenage girl who's worried about her appearance and her weight and starts looking into things about that and starts getting fed in information from like pro anorexia sites right I know, I know, I know, I know. It's horrible. It's horrible. And it's like, you know, it's just horrible. And, and, and they are susceptible to it. And, 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 you know, and, and, and it's one of the things about, look, it, it's this whole thing. And I look, man, I mean, the, the data shows it very clearly how we have created a far more depressed, uh, group of children now than ever before um and even though i keep thinking you know they should be better for a lot of reasons i keep thinking because there's less sexual repression mm-hmm. there's less uh religious uh, zealotry being taught to them which that also led to a lot of repressed depression in the past that we don't talk about De- depending what part of the country you're in there's depending what part yeah. of the country you're in yeah you know but but i i guess you you know i guess that if it may be the worst of both worlds if you're still living in a part of country like that and you're worried about looks then this is like a perfect storm yeah and and, and look here here's the thing though like back backing out of this okay we'll agree that okay there are the current way this is done has a bunch of potential downside to it. The oh, fact yeah. that Facebook and these, it, you, you mentioned some things Twitter is trying to do the cleanup. I, I would say they've probably got a lot more they could do, but at least they've done a few things. Uh, Facebook has also done a few things, but in, in all of these cases, they're clearly not going as far as they could to fix these problems because truly fixing these problems will hurt their bottom line. There's just, that that's the trade-off fundamentally. Like these two things are intention. Um, so how, how do you do that? And it seems like all of these companies, because they are not 
deciding to just yeah to to just say you know what it's going to cost us but we got to do it and we're going to figure out the right thing we're to do and we're going to be aggressive and and then we'll figure out where to go from there because they're not willing to take that leap they are inviting government regulation instead and the thing about government regulation is they always do it wrong you know, like, oh, I, I, I like, no, I, not, not all, not, no, not all. No, I, no, come I, on. I, we, we've that. had, we've had this discussion before. Let me put it more specifically. Cause this is where we've ended up the last time we talked about it. It's not, there are places where government has done okay, but one area that it's consistently been bad is trying to regulate tech because the stupid people, well, in, because they don't know, because they, they have no idea about technology. Yeah. Because they have no freaking idea, and so they end up doing things that have all sorts of unintended consequences, and also, just like with everything else, you have the whole regulatory capture issue, whereas let's say that you would decide to fix this problem by telling, you know— companies like this that they have to have an army of human moderators looking at everything, right? Well, there are only a handful of companies that could even contemplate doing that. Right. You could do that if you're Facebook. You can do that if you're uh, if you're Twitter, maybe even then it would incredibly difficult logistical thing to to do it, do it well, do it consistently, all of that kind of stuff. But if you're if you're Wikipedia, you may have some problems trying to meet the same sort of standards that you put in place, let alone if you're some little website that is, you know, a niche site that's uh you know the the world's best site on like you know i don't know raising chinchillas or something i'm just making something up right um you know you're not going to have those same pockets and resources and so what the regulatory capture thing often ends up happening is you end up saying okay we need to regulate social media companies how do we do it and guess who you ask for advice on how to do it the social media companies the big ones and they will end up suggesting things that ultimately are self-serving because they end up being some things that they can live with that evens the playing field amongst the big guys but also keeps the little guys out you know, so there are all kinds of difficulties there. <sighs> well, I, I I think that um, not to mention the whole. Know, even if it is the government, like you know, do you really want some person in a government bureaucracy somewhere deciding what's okay and what's not okay to post? No, you don't. I don't think that it's that. I I think that there is. Um... There has to be a certain framework, a certain responsibility of what the companies do and what the effects of what what negative things that they do. Um, it can't be consequence free. Uh, I I am like feeling right now that uh, a network like Fox News, and I and I will specifically single out Fox News above everyone else, is actively putting people on TV saying things that are harming, uh, that that are killing people literally um 
and say, say you're a listener are, are to Are you specifically talking about sort of the anti-vax stuff yeah. right now? In Invermectin and, and, and like, you know, all of this kind of stuff. And I'm like, you know, when you've got people like that, their entire families have, have gotten sick and a couple dead, as I've seen more and all, you know, over and over happen. What the fuck responsibility is a, does a company like that, that is, that is actually, let's be clear. They are putting that guy on TV to say that stuff while at the company they have a full mandate you know full vaccine mandate right all right i I mean i'm sorry what is the damn responsibility there because they know that what they are saying and they're putting on somebody out there is actually harmful and they know it yeah i mean they don't they don't get to carry any responsibility for that shit and, and, you know, people have talked about, you know, doing this by, you know, making it easier to sue in these kind of situations. In the case of the online folks, undoing that rule and sort of counting them as publishers. Um, and, and those are also things that, you know, may sound okay at first blush, but then when you start digging into it, has all sorts of follow-on effects, but I think, look, I have said this, uh, uh, but but look, let me just say this. There's a difference between Facebook and, like, my internet service provider, okay? Because Facebook is actively curating and showing me and deciding to show me shit. If they are showing shit that is harmful, killing people, doing that, they should be liable. I'm sorry, but they should be liable. So they should be liable for the content that they are. Pushing. Well, and I think the difference. I think the difference there too is the different. Like if if Facebook was the strict chronological feed of what the people you follow exactly. showed and nothing else, right? Yeah. Then yeah, uh, editorial control. And in that, and in then I exactly. go back to yeah the co- the whole common carrier argument and you know no it, it's not responsibility of Facebook it's responsibility yeah. of the yeah. person who who posted it. But as soon as right. the intermediary is picking and choosing what to show, starts fucking now, around with it. They may not yes. have the responsibility yep. for the fact that your crazy uncle posted something about how you know vaccines cause you to grow a second tongue, but they do have the responsibility for the fact that they decided to promote that. And push it and put it higher on your list of things exactly. to see than something else. And and maybe that's the right angle there is that, uh, you know, n- yeah, if, if you and, and the problem is and, and I, I say this and, you know, but it, at the same time, you end up in a all or nothing scenario, essentially, like. As soon as you do any, as soon as you do any restriction whatsoever of what the people are posting, then all of a sudden you're responsible for all of it. Well, but they've already done doing it right now. Yeah, they're already doing it right now. So, I I think here here's the thing. I uh, I think that it it goes like uh look you you put a video of somebody being say, a, a, a criminal act is being performed on the video, okay? Right. Uh, and your algorithm, for whatever reason, all of a sudden spins it out to millions of people. Okay? Uh, I, I think that at some point, I, I have said this before, 
that you know we keep talking about having the the your feed being the chronology of who you mm-hmm. who you look at right okay that that would be if you didn't if you didn't do anything that 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 would be the natural thing that you should be looking at instead of all these recommendations um well i think that if the way that you exert control over something like that is that hey you know what listen i'm sorry but the viral world, you you as a carrier probably have to say, listen, anything going viral, we have to vet before mm-hmm. it goes viral. Like you put the brakes on at a certain point of. Exactly. You have to put the brakes at like, say, 10,000, 15,000 views. You all of a sudden just got to say right. that it's that is not to the people that are subscribed. Right. OK. And it's not from a vetted say, producer, because you probably have certain producers that, you know, are producing, right. say, for example, a car video every week. Okay, well, if you know that they're already a vetted producer, you're probably, you know, you're you're probably just going to let them through. Kind of like, think about the app store on the Apple store. Okay, all right. Okay, so you're going to let that guy through. But if it's something from somebody that it's an unknown producer, you don't know whatever, you know what? You have to put the brakes on it. It, it, But but they don't want to do that. And so, but, but at the same time, it creates these toxic contents that are out of control that then create, I'm sorry, but it's not making society be better in any way, shape, or form. And, and by the way, you occasionally hear the argument that they it's just impossible to do at scale, to sort of real-time live bullshit. And, and you know why? Bullshit. You know why it's bullshit? bullshit? It's because, uh, like, just a simple example. When's the last time you logged into Facebook and you just saw straight-out porn in your feed? <laughs> Never! Um, you know, or, or, or even light nudity. No, N- never. A- and you know, you, and you know, because you do have the invites all the time from just like random oh, fake yes. accounts that oh, are like, yes. you yes. know, scantily clad wi- women or something. Right. You know, th- there are plenty of people out there who would love to fill your feed with that kind of stuff. Yes. You know, uh, but that doesn't show up. And right. it's not because people don't try to put it there. Same nope. thing. If if you upload, you know, a copy of the newest uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe movie to YouTube, how long do you think that's going to stay up? Like a millisecond. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, exactly. There are mechanisms. Now, of course, you're going to say that, well, there's certain algorithms, they're just looking for skin tone and pictures, or they've got uh, copyright fingerprints that they're looking for and stuff like that. And you're, you're right to, to a degree. But the point is, where they really care, because they know they have legal liability if they don't care, they figure out a fucking solution. Exactly. And I think they can figure out a solution for a hell of a lot more shit. And I, I and so I'm sorry. They're curating the fucking content. They're making these algorithms to push shit out there. They're making it that's pushing so much toxic stuff out there that you know what? At some point, either they get a grip on this, or, or you know, you say not no no regulation. But I'm like, I think something's got to be done because this is not this is not good. Yeah, when when we're struggling to get you know. We have only 56% of Americans like vaccinated. And then you hear the reasons why so many people are saying this. And so much of it is just fucking all research has shown. It's continuously virus disinformation, virus disinformation, virus disinformation. And so you're like, you know, 
Come on. Yeah. And, and, and you've got uh, on Twitter, you've still got harassment problems. You've still got, yeah. you know, <laughs> neo-Nazi problems. You know, all of this stuff is is still there. Um, and yeah, they're they're all. And again, this there these are all solvable. But the fundamental tension is the solutions to these problems invariably involve a trade-off of the companies making less money too. Right. And so, you know, they at some point either the companies themselves have to decide it is still in their best interest to do this because even though they can short-term make more money off this stuff, long-term it's going to cause them problems. Um or you like it or not, you're going to end up with government regulation and like I said, I worry whenever you you know you get the government involved in this this particular kind of regul reg, this particular kind of regulation that they're going to end up like screwing it up and doing it in such a way that likely doesn't actually solve the problem, but at the same time makes other things worse because they've done that before. Well, they've done that before, but anyway. Okay. Right. And I believe that is it, Yvonne. Uh, so, the stuff at the end of the show. The stuff so first at the of end all, of the show. So, first of all, if you want to get in touch with us, now that I've got the Spiffy website up, and I haven't gone and fixed more of the archive yet, sorry, it's still like be before 2018 or so, the metadata is wonky, but... You can go to our website, curmudgeons-corner.com. You can see an archive of the episodes. You can also see all the ways to contact us, uh, links to Facebook, links to email us, links to our Twitter accounts, and, of course, a link to our Patreon, which is a place where you can give us a little cash, because I don't know about you, Yvonne, but unfortunately, I did not win the Powerball this week. No. Get out. So I'm not getting my $10 million payout. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I thought that I was going to win. There was no question about it. But, you know, then then they did the drawing and I realized that you can't win if you didn't buy a ticket. If you won like the billion dollar Powerball, like with, a you know, 1.6 billion, you get the billion. How much are we spending on the Curmudgeon Corners uh, headquarters studio tower? Oh, yeah. The studio tower. Yeah, we we need like, well, yeah, we, yeah. We were we had talked about splitting the difference and building like a headquarters like halfway between Florida and Washington State. So I don't know where would that be like Arkansas or something. No, Nebraska? I know like you know I'll I'll get some eco friendly jet. I'll fly up every time that we do a. a <laughs> oh, okay. A, 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 a well, I was up. thinking we would just buy the buy the biggest building in Oklahoma City or something. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we do it in Chicago, maybe. So, yeah, okay, Chicago's not bad. Well, depending yeah. on the time of year. But we get Sears Tower. We get the top building. We get a top. You know, we look at the whole city. It's we, not the Sears live, Tower anymore. Well, they renamed whatever. it like 15 well, well, years ago or something. Well, we can pay to rename it again. It's like the Willis Tower or something. Yeah, it's the Willis it? Tower. We can name to rename it. We'll call it the Carbudgeon's Corner Tower. <laughs> there you go. Uh, anyway... Live from the top of Chicago at the Carmudgeon's Corner Tower. No. Anyway, if you are the person who won the $700 million Powerball, be sure to go to our Patreon at patreon.com. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, uh, go straight there first. Yeah, don't don't even think about doing anything else. No, 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 just uh, there. Yeah, yes. you can find it through curmudgeons-corner.com or you can go directly patreon.com slash curmudgeonscorner uh, and leave us a little uh, monthly contribution. Uh, and that's, uh, you know, at, uh, at various levels, we'll mention you on the show, we'll send you a postcard, we'll send you a mug, all of that kind of stuff. And most importantly, at $2 a month or more, or if you talk to us in any of those other ways that you can find on the website. If you're just nice to us, basically. Basically, yeah. If you're nice to us, <laughs> then we I will mean, our standards you. are pretty low. Our point? standards are low. At first, they were like, you know, give us a million dollars, you will let you in. Now, <laughs> they're like, you know, hey. Hey. Just, you just, you just say hi to us say, and don't hey, spit in our face. Uh, hey. You know? Exactly, yes. Uh, anyway, uh, you can be... Well, even if you spit in our face, like you said, if you, you do it nice to the show, we, might, we, we may think about it. Yes. Anyway, we will invite you to our Curmudgeon's Corner Slack, which is a chat room where Yvonne and I and some of our listeners are sharing links throughout the week, talking about the news, talking about whatever else is going on. Now, last week, Yvonne was too tired to tell us about anything that happened on the Curmudgeon's Corner Slack. Right. But this week, Yvonne, are, are, are you able? Are you, are, are you ready? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so tell us, tell us some things that happened on the Curmudgeon's Corner Slack that we did not talk about here. I posted the story. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Qantas repatriation flight. Okay. That they made a record flight from Buenos Aires to Darwin, Australia. That was 9,333 miles. And it was 17 hours and 25 minutes. Uh, it, it, it's nice. the, the longest, uh, uh, commercial flight, uh, uh, distance ever. I, I will say that now, I now I know the, the the article did mention, by the way, that the commercial flight part of it is important. It had paying customers. There have been other longer flights without paying customers. Correct, correct. Because the longest one that really was done was this one. They, they were doing these Project Sunrise flights that they were trying to do the experiment between flying London to Sydney nonstop, which is eleven thousand miles, and it's nineteen hours and nineteen minutes, which I still think. There, I don't understand why this is even a that to me that's a no brainer. I'd rather just take the nineteen hours nonstop London to Sydney than fucking change planes as people have to do now to to do that route. But uh, I will and, say and, that, and, and I also mention, I also mention, you mentioned that route. But if you remember, there are even longer flights. There was that like experimental plane that went around the world without stopping. Yes, yes, yes. There was another experimental plane that they were working on that was. Very lightweight, solar powered, that was act actually able to like stay up indefinitely, you know. Well, yeah, but those are, but these are, but I'm talking about like, you know, like commercial, like passenger jets, okay? Not, not yes, just yes, the yes. little, little, uh, experimental planes. I mean, there was a very long one that, that, uh, that Boeing did, uh, 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 Many years ago, where they went like uh, uh, the the they did the the flight to if I remember correctly um, to London they they went the they went the the they went from Hong Kong to uh, to London right if I remember correctly and they did it going the the long way. But this was not a fully loaded flight with paying passengers. This is also a mental one, and it took like forever. I mean, it was like, uh, it, 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 I, I mean, I think it was eleven thousand miles, 
as well. So they they have done those that are that are like that. But I will say this, you know, to, you know, to keep going and going on the, I, I did the Australia to Buenos Aires thing one time. Okay, all right. Okay. Uh, uh, but I went, I went, uh, Melbourne to LAX, LAX to Miami, and then I was supposed to go nonstop to Buenos Aires. My flight got canceled. I had to go to Santiago, Chile, and then make it to, to freaking uh, uh, Buenos Aires. That took sixteen, twenty-four, thirty-four. It was close to forty hours. I'll take the fucking nonstop nineteen-hour flight, please. I I almost died on that on that trip, but anyway. <laughs> okay, so anyway, yeah, you we are we were not actually supposed to be talking about this as a topic. You're just listing things. All right, but the- anyway, that, well, that was what, but that was, but but that's one of the things I share. I also was sharing about the this problem with like finding some stuff streaming. Like I can't find a Cannonball Run movie; it's not available anywhere, or we can't find WKRP. Have you have you tried that once that that website that like uh, let lets you immediately search where things are? Mm, the Google? Yes. No, justwatch.com. <laughs> okay, all right. I haven't tried that one, but I'll, I'll look at it. But we were talking about how sometimes digital rights are a pain in the ass, and how sometimes I keep having songs that I have on like Apple Apple Music playlist that all of a sudden just get pulled. Like, they don't exist anymore. I'm like, what the so, fuck? So, by the way, you are correct. Even at JustWatch.com, they confirm that Cannonball Run is not available anywhere. It's not available anywhere. You can set up You can set up a notification to notify you when it's available. I don't understand what the hell the problem is, but it's definitely not available anywhere. The reason I was seeing that, there was an exhibit that was done about uh, a, a cool car exhibit that was done at the National mall this week and one of the cars that was shown was from that movie and i wanted to see if i could see the movie and no anyway um but anyway uh, you, you, you were talking about this being because of weird uh copyright, copyright. issues yes. and other things and who yes. had the rights and blah blah right. blah 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 blah. right blah. right right exactly uh we also shared some stuff about our taxes and i was talking about the tax filings i shared also uh and a number of you have already signed up the but I told Sam to our run for inclusion 5K for Foundation Manu for Inclusion Foundation. You can go uh to manuforinclusion.com and uh M-A-N-U-F-O-R-I-N-C-L-U-S-I-O-N. So yeah, so uh you can go and like uh but, but we have the virtual 5K. I posted that to donate money, it helps families. And and, and I have promised I will donate, but I'm not promising to actually walk or run. But maybe we'll we'll see. Well, will you, why don't you do like this ultra marathon to kill 21 people in China? Oh yeah, that, that was on the that, that was on the Slack as well. That that was on the Slack as well. And Sam couldn't quote the movie War Games correctly, which is why I made a reference earlier today, which is uh, is shall we play a game? We we're making fun of the Facebook server server problem and he said as do do you want to play a game sam you're terrible yeah you know? i can't believe i got what that wrong and, and, uh, yes and uh also we were showing how th- there is a new judiciary committee report uh that shows how trump tried to steal the election using the justice department um uh more mansion stuff on the 
on the bill, on the infrastructure bill. And more debt limit uh, stuff. As we're recording this, it looks like limits. they came to a deal. It passed the Senate. They got blah, a blah, deal. Blah. Yeah. It's not... That's why all we didn't bit, even talk about it. All the bits it, so. and pieces aren't done. And the, the deal is only to kick it till December again. It's not a, a long-term solution, but they've kicked it down the road again. Yeah, they were very good at doing J- that. Just like they did for government shutdown. So once again in December, there will be a government shutdown crisis and a debt limit crisis, but we've moved it back a couple months. And uh, I also shared a video. This was this week was the 10th anniversary of the death of Steve Jobs, and I shared a video that uh, that Apple had posted, uh, uh, you know, related to Steve. I, I, I still... Uh, I'm mesmerized by his uh, how articulate he was at presenting stuff. If we think about some of the current like uh, like tech leaders, say like an Elon Musk, like smoking a blunt on fucking Joe Rogan's fucking <laughs> podcast, and and I mean. You're just acting like an idiot, and and, and you know, like can well, I just say- you know, e- even if even if you look even if you look at the current Apple presentations and compare them to say the introduction of the iPhone or the introduction of the iPhone oh my god or whatever, I you know, it, it's it's night and day. Christ. I mean, just the, and they, I, they called it the reality distortion field for a reason. Yeah. You could come into and it, and it, and it, you could you you could start watching one of these Steve Jobs presentations with absolutely no interest in anything they were going to show. And come out going, oh my god, I need to have that. And uh, I think the one thing is what that everybody said, and I was reading a, a story that Johnny Ive, uh, uh, he was interviewed for, because he's avoided talking about this. But I see these, he's incredible friends with, uh, you know, his widow, okay? And um, the one thing they were talking about is just the passion. It, it's like, you know, he, he, he wasn't like, he really believed this stuff. He wasn't just trying to bullshit you. And so I think that when you're really a true believer like that, then I think that that's the reason why I think that he, um, uh, it's just, it makes it so much, uh, when people have a passion and they say it the way that he said it, it, it really grabs people. And he really, he really believed in this stuff, you know? Um, so, so I think that that's, uh, yeah, I, I guess that's that, that that was the thing. So the video was was pretty cool to watch. Uh, you know, so uh, and also what uh, my final story, which is you know, let's go back from like inspirational to 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 not so much. Trump donor told police Corey Lewandowski claimed to have stabbed two people to death, and also apparently uh, that he was trying to. The he was trying to have sex with he was he was trying to to entice sexually this lady that whose parents must have hated her to death when they named her Trashell Odom. Nice name. How the hell could somebody get the name Trashell? Trashell? Really? So anyway, so um, so Carl Landowski's like claimed to just. Have murdered a couple of people. Nice fellow. Now, do do we believe that actually happened, or is this just another one of those things where he was puffing himself up? I, I, I honestly, I don't know. Okay, so so that's the kind of like juicy stuff that we share on the Slack, and that's the end of the show. So, hey, everybody, uh, stay safe. Have a good week. And 
we'll talk again next time. Goodbye. And and two more things. Uh, say, thing, say your two things fast. Me and Dad are going to work on car now. And second thing is... Uh, wait. There are three things. Hurry. Second thing is... Cha-cha-cha, ring, 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 goodbye for real. Goodbye. And then third thing is... Do, do, do. Okay, bye everyone. Bye. Later. Bye. Goodbye. Later. Good night.